Well, 2021 is almost over, and to celebrate the ending of the year, I've compiled a best of episode of Let Us Be Idiots with the best clips from 2021. Enjoy. I was wondering, you, know, you said something about, um, uh, I can't remember. I'm going to, um, I'm blanking. I, I had it. Uh, he was talking about food, homeless. Oh, yeah. I had a story about the naked cowboy. I was once in the parking lot with my father in, uh, around Midtown 42nd Street. We were uh, coming from an appointment, a meeting he had. He wanted to meet a video record. We got in, uh, so we got into the parking lot. We see the naked cowboy walk like in down the parking lot ramp with a giant fur coat on and drive off in a vintage Cadillac. Well, that guy does good. He's making probably like a thousand. Uh, Probably. probably. Something something ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That guy has got more money than you could even imagine. Probably. I always always thought until then he was like a homeless guy. No, never. I was down there with my wife one Christmas, two ago, and we saw him. And, you know, because of his sideburns, he goes, Elvis, come over. Let's sing a song. So I sang a little bit and we took a picture. In the 15 minutes that we were together, he must have made $300. So I look at my wife and I said, how good would I look in a diaper? She goes, (laughs) you look like a fat fucking Cupid, she told me. (laughs) Oh, that guy uh, is a uh, big Trump supporter. We're not trying to get get political, but there was uh, during some of the protests. There were people fucking with the uh, the naked cowboy. Like uh, it looked like it was getting very yeah very it. heated. <laughs> that stuff was on Instagram. They took it down though. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, listen, if he felt it was in jeopardy, he would have cracked anybody with the guitar. <laughs> yeah, probably. You see how buff that guy is? Yeah, he really is. He's jacked. He's <laughs> jacked up. I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> and he's out there in in like it's windy and cold today. He's out there t- like colder temperatures than this. Yeah, but you know today today's a two thousand dollar day for him. Probably. Yeah. So I go out there half naked for two grand. <laughs> <laughs> Starting only fans. There you go. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. Chris obviously likes Chinese food. I ordered some for lunch. You ordered from a different place. Yeah. So we support the Asian community. Yes, we do. On, on, uh, I was gonna say, fuck, that's delicious. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's gonna come and argue with you over nonsense. <laughs> uh, he he just called me. I missed his call. He texted me. He goes, "Call me back, Dyke Face." <laughs> Should I fucking cut this part? I don't care. Wait, <laughs> you, you have Action Bronson's number? The uh, big body, <laughs> dude. He was supposed to. So fucking my buddy Red Walrus produced his album, uh-huh. Bodies, and he was supposed to do the podcast. And then all of a sudden, he was just like, "Nah, I need like three grand for that." That's your boy. <laughs> That's what fuck is wrong with that dude? Three grand into a podcast? What are you fucking nuts? He's hanging out on like Van Sicklin and Livonia, just filming crackheads on Fulton Street in Cypress Hills. Dude, I was like, I'll fucking supply the weed. I'll throw him fifty bucks. Like, he was like, wait, I'll pay for this Uber. Like, I'm not gonna fucking. Oh my god! Uh, Mateo like, calls him Big Body Dez. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, "Where's Dez?" <laughs> I don't know my bees from D's. <laughs> yeah, my buddy fucking Fred produced this whole fucking album, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, he'd be great on the podcast. He's like, yo, you know what? He would be good on your podcast. Let me set it up. He sets it up. He's like, yeah, I got it. It's good to go. 
And then I call him. I go, so next week he goes, nah, he wants like three grand now. I was like, who the fuck is three grand to do a fucking podcast? Uh, oh my God. You don't get three grand and you stand up on the Tonight Show. <laughs> so I mean, what the fuck that. kind of insane thing is that? He doesn't even really rap. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, look, he's a terrifying fucking. What is he Albanian too? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's a terrifying fucking Albanian. I'm sure he's hit somebody with a fucking rubber plumbing mallet and beat them half to death. But it's like I can't give you three grand to do the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Like in what like world like is like? Does he think that somehow I'm gonna make enough money? If I was me, like I was gonna take a, like like like. Does he think his like showing up is like? Do you understand how many people have to listen to a podcast to make three thousand dollars? <laughs> Two million people with more two million more people would have to listen all of a sudden and then I'd have to sell ads based on that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you want ad Tommy? This is your territory. Well that's three thousand no, no, yeah. he, he just called me he said call me back dyke face. So I can only imagine what he Will you call my worst mind you scale? You look vaguely more dykey. Like you guys look the same. You I know, I see it all the time. No, no, I it was a young picture. I I, I, I <laughs> me and Mateo have this thing where I always I he always said wash his hands. So anytime he has a live or on his post, I'm like, wash your hands. I do the same thing as well. So people like what what does that mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like I started saying weird shit. He called me up and was like, Yo, you can't be leaving that weird shit on my page. <laughs> just to fuck with him because he, he thinks he's funny. Yeah, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, anyone can be funny when someone's editing shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's easier to be funny. It he's is. funny. Don't get me you wrong. No, he's very funny. But, you know what I mean? But fucking. <laughs> no, he was at my buddy Bean's bachelor party. They were like, he was hilarious. And I was like, yeah, I want to get him on the fucking show. Okay. Frank, uh, you you told me a few days ago you want to have your pedestal of uh, defending Woody Allen. Go ahead. Yeah. This is your time. Let's see what grinds your gears. Well, the, the thing about Woody Allen is it's just like this is what I know about women when they press charges against men. If a woman accuses a man of anything, he gets charged first because it's nothing to charge anybody. It's nothing to just charge somebody and then they get a lawyer and they fight it and they have it thrown out like I did. But he was not even charged. And they found out when they investigated that Mia Farrow was lying and that she made the kids lie. It was proven. That's why it was dismissed. But yet everybody's like turning their back on Woody Allen when he's completely innocent. At the end of the day, though, he did marry his daughter. No, he did not. That was not his daughter. That was his ex-girlfriend's daughter. He married his ex. A lot of people do that. You know, you go out with a woman, you don't find her attractive, then maybe you run into the daughter in the mall. Yeah, like a porno movie. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot. What is your definition of a lot of people do that? Yeah, the ones in the porn films. There's a lot of people who have. There's a lot of people who have dated uh, two of the same sisters. A lot of people who dated people. That is true. That's kind of true. It. Yeah. He. He. That was a bad relationship with Mia Farrow. Now, personally, he probably. It probably it was awkward. And and you know the thing that he's accused of is funny because after he was dating Sunyi. Yeah, he still, he still had custody of the kids, so he yes, would he drive did. up. To, he would drive up to Connecticut to visit with his children. He was never left alone with them. So that's when he's accused of molesting the kid during that whole period. Why would he choose then to be a molester 
at, at the age of 57, he's already in trouble because he's dating the daughter. So now he's going to molest the other one? That's retarded. I like this theory. Yeah, this it's is a good theory. He's making a lot of sense. And everybody, everybody who's throwing him on, under the bus, they're throwing him under the bus because he's not uh, an A-list director anymore. It's very convenient. Throw yeah. him under the bus. The story is so old. They didn't throw him under the bus in 1998. It is interesting that it keeps, it seems to like pipe up every year or two. It like well, you every, know what? every so often it seems to come back in the news. And I'm always the wondering. People that have, the people who have defended him, Scarlett Johansson, Diane Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Javier Bardem, all A-listers. Who's going against him? Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is an A-lister now. Yeah, he he's is. Ba- just, you're just sticking up him because you look like him. Selena Gomez is an A-lister. He, he, he's now. barely in the business. What are you he's talking barely about? In show. Uh, he's nominated David, for an Oscar. Yeah, because he played a fag. <laughs> yeah, very well, may I add. Very, very well. well. It wasn't much of a stretch. Every movie, he's half naked. Apparently, uh, he David, was responsible for a chlamydia surge in the NYU David, David I know, Crumult. I heard of that article. David Crumult said, I will never work with Woody Allen again. Who the fuck is David Crumult? I don't know. Who is that? All these people, they're fucking nobodies. I, I turn my... Anybody who has taught any actor who has spoken against Woody Allen is dead to me. I won't follow their careers anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, Frank, here's this theory. I think I talked about you with this. Um, do you think that like Woody Allen used Ronan Farrow and like Harvey Wein to get at Harvey Weinstein for trying to hook up with Sun Yi or some shit? No, that's a stupid theory. Okay, that's a stupid. Because theory. I do think I think that maybe the reason Ronan why this is coming Farrow up is maybe would never do Woody Allen's. Beard. Ronan Farrow is Frank Sinatra's gay son, and the reason he's gay is because Mia Farrow used to let him sleep in the bed with her naked. He took one look at her. He said, "Well, this is what women is like. I'm gonna fuck with bang guys." <laughs> and then uh... that whole family is nuts. You know, she used to adopt kids that had like spina bifida, and if they couldn't like stand up straight, she'd bring them back. She used to like. She left one of her kids to die Christmas Day in 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 a hospital, and she didn't even visit them. Oh, that's disgusting. She's a terrible human being. Why and did a, what, Why did Woody Allen ever like date her in the first place? Because she was cute in 1982. That makes uh, that makes sense to a lot of men. <laughs> you know, I we've all been seduced by fucking nightmares. We've all been we've all fallen in love with women that were wrong for us. We've all fell in love with fucking retards. All of us. All of us. <laughs> <Be> for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo's never been in love. Oh, please, no. uh, I, don't let me go through your roster. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you there. Rusty Shackleford has an interesting uh, um, place in his territory of uh, residency. It's a gay bar named Charlie's Bar. And there's a story once of a gay man saying repeatedly, quote, unquote, I'm going to dust a bitch. Excellent. So yeah, Charlie's, the, my first exposure to Charlie's was uh, my fiance was out of town and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm new in this city. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to meet some people. I'm going to make some friends. I don't need my lady lady. Um, and so Charlie's I'd seen, it, it always sounded like it was popping. It always looked like it was popping. I'd never been and I'd never heard anybody talk about it. So I went in there when she was out of town. Uh, I just walk in there real proud, feeling real good about myself. And it was, uh, it's a gay bar and it was assless chaps and Hawaiian shirt night. And so uh, all of the staff and a lot of the patrons were wearing assless chaps or stripped down straight to their underwear, or it was a bunch of very old fat gay men in Hawaiian shirts, just perfing on everybody. 
And so that was my first exposure. Eventually we did get, like we started going there because they do have good music and uh, yeah, got cheap drinks. But the other thing they have there is a horrendous drug scene. And also it's just generally lawless. Uh, Charlie's is, it's, Charlie's is, is Amsterdam. It's, it's, there is no fucking laws there. You could do whatever the fuck you want. And it's not even a matter of if somebody sees you. If somebody sees you, they generally don't give a fuck. And so that's the gay bar. And then down the street is X bar, which is a uh, lesbian bar. And so these, they're just a couple of blocks away. And uh, every Friday, Saturday, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, both clubs let out into the streets when it's time to shut down. And it is always just a battle between the butch lesbians and the Twinkie methy gay boys. And so I go into the bathroom one night at Charlie's and uh, there's one of the stalls is taken. This is the men's room. Uh, one of the stalls is taken by a group of uh, butch lesbians. Then the other stall was taken by a fucking poor bastard who was taking a dump at the gay bar. I just, it just go home, man, just go home. Um, and so eventually this, the one stall opens where the guy was taking a shit. He took a long time, but the butch lesbians were just setting up camp in there. They were like, they, I think they were doing uh, coke. Um, uh-huh. And so the gay men also wanted to be doing their coke and meth because they, they were doing a combo of the two. Um, and so then they were like, they kept pounding on the door outside of the stall being like, get the fuck out of there. Like, you know, people need to use this, get the fuck out of there. And then the, the lesbians just kept being like, shut the fuck up. F- shut the fuck <laughs> I up. Believe that. <laughs> um, and so she, uh, yeah, please do. Um, and so then they do get access to the, uh, and they're getting worked up because they were already high as hell and they wanted to be higher. And these butch lesbians were not helping with that. And so then the one guy gets in and he's talking shit and he's like, you fucking, well, I don't want to get into slur ter- territory, but he is just raining down slurs. And then the one woman says, uh, she said, um, go sit on a fucking dick. You f- <laughs> fucking, you know, slur. Yeah. Um, and then he just gets up on the toilet and he just starts raining down punches on the one woman who was talking that shit. And because, because of the commotion, the other uh, lesbians in that in that stall were like kind of like backing up, but they were backing up in a way that they couldn't get out of the stall. And so this guy just was hitting. He was so frail. He was so thin, but he had such spider spirit. And he just fucking was like hitting, throwing punches like crazy. Then eventually all those women get out of the bathroom because it's like he's not stopping and they're all totally <laughs> exposed. And so then they all run out of the bathroom. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that they tried to fucking jump him later in the night. Were but you then, in the bathroom? I was in the bathroom. I was, all, <laughs> I was I was waiting for a stall because there was one guy who was just posted up by the urinals. He Chicken just was no, he was just leaning against the wall by the urinals and just watching everybody pee. And it was like, I'm, it's like, this isn't even a, a gay straight thing. You just are a pervy guy and I'm not going to be peeing in front of you because I can't. Um, and so I was waiting for the stall too. And so then, yeah, they, they rained down all that. They rained down hell on them. And then the, uh, the guy, the frail man comes out real bad motherfucker. And then he just goes, they don't understand. I will fucking dust a bitch i don't give a fuck i will dust a bitch i will dust a dyke all of these fucking bitches they need to be out of the men's room okay because this is where men do work it was amazing <laughs> men do work it's yeah uh, and it's like you know whatever that means take it for what it, for what you think that means exactly. it's, probably right. it's probably right yeah uh- <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. I, I love Mateo. I forgot how much fun he is. <laughs> I know. I just last year I was all the steroids. It was, just, it was just mad and angry all the time. I was like, "Why the fuck?" I was taking four steroids. steroids a day. Are you off steroids? Yes. Dude, who do you think's more jacked? You or Joe Rogan? <laughs> Joe Rogan. No. No. Who's more jacked? You, you, you or Jordan? No, like jacking off, maybe. Mateo. Mateo's yeah. more jacked. Yeah, I'm jacking. <clears throat> He's more jacking off. Hell yeah, dude. Can you <laughs> no, get jacked by jacking off? What? I mean, your forearm, I'm sure. Probably, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> I was saying, like, I was on Decca, T-Ball, Dark Rage. Trend. Yeah. Dark Rage? Why were you putting... All right, these don't sound like things your doctor was giving you. No, yeah, they, like, they sound like 4 a.m. powder commercial shit. No, definitely. Dark Rage. Sounds like something you see at a gas station. And I got them off of eBay. I got Dark... You bought... You bought steroids off of eBay. Yeah, there's a whole section. Dark then, rage. Yeah, you know, dark rage is like over the no. counter. It's a synthetic steroid. It's still legal because it's not technically a steroid. It's a synthetic steroid. So Why it's like heroin think? for steroids. Yeah, pretty or fentanyl for steroids. Ah, uh, because fentanyl. Okay, hold on. Why did you? Why did you take these? Um, because I was feeling like, yeah, well, give me more sex appeal if I get more like, like a confident, <laughs> rageful man. And his dick is too big, Jordan. He needs it to shrink a little. <laughs> he said he said if he was a confident, rageful man, he'd have more sex appeal. Why why is rage part of this? Because when I was younger, I thought like well, a year ago, I thought uh when I was rage, younger a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought rage was um there were levels of confidence. So like like a pyramid. So you have your rage, your arrogance, your narcissism. And uh, blanking with the other pyramid. Uh, this and, is some and, real incel math. On yeah, this. it really is. <laughs> is yeah. I'm thinking about it. that's why I got off no, but the forums. Who, who created this pyramid? Like, where did you come up with this? Reddit. Someone else came up with this or you did? No, it's on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. Okay. And the bottom, the base of the pyramid is rage. Yeah. Then arrogance. Okay. So in the, in, in the food pyramid of this anger and emotion, bread and rage are the same. Pretty much. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Your so base, it, that's your base. And it, and it finishes yep. like so it's the pyramid is like rage, arrogance, narcissism, and then confidence. So confidence is candy. I guess. So you nice. don't want you only want a little bit of confidence. You want <laughs> I never thought of it like that. More narcissism. Yeah. And then <laughs> I never thought the third of it like one. That. Confidence is pretty sweet. Then, but you want a lot of rage. You need a, a lot, lot of rage. A lot of rage. Pent yeah. pulled it, pent it up, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. their arrogance That's how Cheney gets chicks. Dude, I went out with Cheney one night and he, when we were both single and uh, to <laughs> pick up a chick. I swear to God, we just walked in the bar and Cheney goes, watch, check this shit. And then he went and, <laughs> and then he just uppercutted the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> like the fonts. Hey. Yes. Well, you, 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 Mateo, no, you, no, I mean, you'll understand this. Through it. Yeah, because you need the rage. And he punched a Whitney Houston. Dude, it was crazy. He punched a Whitney Houston album, and he said, just like her husband. That's what he said. It was crazy. And then, no, no, Mateo. And then, like, three chicks blew him, like, immediately. At the bar. And the bartender was like, this is crazy, but he deserves it. And let it happen. Yeah, she was wild. Genie. Dude, it was, I was embarrassed, dude. I was like, fuck, I gotta get to that dark rage trend. You, know what, <laughs> oh, you work out a lot. You ever use dark rage or know about it? No, 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 no. 
Look at order wait, steroids. hold on. You, look at eBay. look at Jordan. No, 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 you dark, know dark rage I got off of the vitamin store. <laughs> Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lou B, U B, Roar, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Oh, Dames, no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin pains. The only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say, let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick. No, call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a nope. ish. Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, mohill in my clutch. Make them out and now, Ruby, lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lang B, U B, Raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.